Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Asperger Studios. Today on the show, I'm talking with John Graves, owner of Peter Ruby's Health Food and Plant-Based Market here in Chicago, Illinois, where we get him to tell his story about his store, why he start, opened it, and the mission, and then how we can help him out. So sit back, relax, and grab your favorite beverage, and I'll see you on the other side. the Asperger Studios. Today, I'm joined with John Graves of Peter Ruby's. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you very much, Reed. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and your, and your mission? So Peter Ruby was uh, my son's idea years ago. He wanted to be a premier produce store. And my wife and I were investors in the business. And as time passed, we basically took over the business. My son left and went to another venture and going through the cancer journey in 2013, changed our perspective of what our purpose in life was about. And Peter Ruby became part of that mission. So all of the product in Peter Ruby, we went through each product, vetted the products, make sure that they were healthy, not only the products that we produce, but also the products that we represent from the vendors. And we wanted to be a healthy store where you could be trusted that everything that you buy is good for you. And that's, that's what Peter Ruby is all about. So, so to go farther in my mission, I guess, uh, 2013, I was 2012, I was diagnosed with uh, terminal cancer, January 10th, and I was given eight months to live. And the name of that cancer was uh, undifferentiated high-grade pleomorphic sarcoma. Fast spreader, fast killer, uh, sarcoma that was in the soft tissue, very rare. And um, really nobody wanted to treat me. The alternative cancer centers didn't want me. The uh, hospitals, there was only three within the country, New York, um, Chicago, and Texas that would even take me. Um, so we ended up, thank goodness that we uh, live in, in Chicago. So we ended up to University of Chicago, uh, Illinois. Um, went through all of the uh, journeys of the cancer world. I did not do chemo. Mm -hmm. I basically didn't like the concept of chemo. I didn't like the percentages of success with sarcomas. So I did the radiation 25 days and then I did surgery and they removed my quadricep and my right leg. So um, they took all that out. And then uh, about five months later, the cancer metastasized to my lung. There was a spot on my lung, which is one of the common things that happen with sarcomas. 98% of sarcomas spread. Um, so I went through the chest X-ray, they found the spot. Uh, we went to Michigan for a Christian retreat. Uh, at the time, we were teaching a, a program called Alpha, and it's all about the basics of Christianity and who Jesus is and God and the Holy Spirit. And at the end of that um, adventure, they prayed over me, and I went back to the follow-up about a week later, and the spot was gone. 
Yeah, exactly. So like, okay, wait a minute. And so the nurse called me, she's crying. She goes, John, John, it's a miracle. I go, come on. Her name was Jan and she's since retired. And I go, Jan, I, I, I was running. I think I swallowed a bug. Um, she goes, no, John, it's not a bug. You didn't swallow a bug. And I says, well, maybe there's a spot on the camera. You know, she goes, no, it's a multi-million dollar machine. There's no spot on the camera, John. She goes, you received a miracle. So um, it took me about a year, actually, to, to believe that I was healed. Um, after sitting with my doctor a year later, he, he laughed at me and said, no, John, it's it's very rare, but you are one of those few that have received a miracle. And I just it just devastated me. And it just changed my whole life that uh, I had a second chance. So God gave me a second chance at life. And then that's really what we did with Peter Ruby. We said, this is going to be our platform. So instead of going to the church and talking on the pews and nobody shows up, we said, let's get out into the world and talk to people about food and what it does to you and, and how it can heal your body. And so not only was it a miracle that I was healed, um, but also I didn't just wait for things to happen. I took action and started changing my diet. It didn't make sense to me, the cancer world of go get a treatment, go home, wait for your next treatment. I, I asked my doctor, I says, you know, what can I do to help with the process of fighting cancer? And he basically said nothing. He says, you, you have cancer. And I go, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I said, if I'm an elite athlete and I'm in the Olympics, what I eat, does it matter? He goes, absolutely, it matters. I go, okay, why doesn't it matter when I have cancer? And he says, because you have cancer. And I go, but that doesn't make sense. My body formed the cancer. So why not change my body's environment so that I can help fight the cancer? And that's the journey that my wife and I took uh, nine years ago now is to find out what we can do to change the environment, the acidity level, the pH level, the, the, um, the food that we eat, the, the, the mind, body, spirit, so that we're able to fight cancer. And, and that's been our journey ever since. Now, do you think people are afraid to try new things? I think people are creatures of habit. And what we do is it's our comfort zone. And what I've learned, I'm 60 years old, 61 pretty soon, Reed, um, is that uh, that's not where God wants us. He wants us out of our comfort zone. He wants us pushing new boundaries. He wants us to affect lives. He wants us to walk alongside people, change lives. And so my wife and I have devoted the rest of our life to, um, to this mission of trying to help people. Now, do you, do you think that COVID has affected business in any way? Oh, that devastated us. So the first six months was great. The panic hit. Everybody was buying. They cleaned out all the stores. And then they came to us and said, oh, my gosh, you guys still have produce. And I said, we've always had produce. So then they started buying from us, but we never ran out because of our my knowledge of the business. And then what ended up happening is going into 2000 end of 2020, all the way through 2021, the panic and the fear that the the world has instituted has caused people to go to one stop or they go to online or they've just, it's renovated the grocery industry, something tremendous. So yes, it, it affected us very devastatedly at the end. 
So you feel that the stay the stay at home mentality of people was sticking to their comfort foods and is they're trying to avoid that healthiness because they're afraid of the change. Uh, I think it's like I think it's like when you go to you go to uh, you go to college, they always call it the freshman 15 because you're eating poorly. You know, you go to college, you eat the dorm food. It's all mm-hmm. starch and sugars. Well, the majority of your fast food is starch and sugars and salt, those three ingredients. It's quick, it's fast, it's convenient, it has a lot of preservatives in it, but it's not good for you. So your body um, depends upon nutrition and everybody wants to measure calories, but calories are just a unit of heat burn. So what you really need to do is how, what type of nutrition is your body getting? Is it getting all salts and preservatives or is it getting phytonutrients, which your body needs? Now, as a grocer, what foods do you see people buying more of? Well, over COVID, of course, it was uh, toilet paper, paper towels, <laughs> Kleenex, <laughs> you know, all the bleach, you know, that was, everyone got rationed. You know, they're going to kill the world with all that stuff. Um, but, I, but I think what's happening now is people are more aware. Read, they're saying, okay, all of these science, it's working, but it's not working. It's not, it's not a, it's a miracle cure. It's a virus that's going to be out there for a long time. So what do I need to do now? And it all comes down to the original thing that God put in our body, which is called the immune system. So if we feed the immune system, all the things it needs, it's really hard for us to get sick. Okay. Now, why do you think people are so afraid of trying plant-based products? Uh, they don't have the knowledge that it's going to taste good. When they say plant-based products, they think salad. And -hmm. then they think of a Greek salad where you go to the restaurant and you got lettuce, one little tomato and one little cherry, and you put, you, you dredge it in thousand Island dressing or ranch. That's what they think Uh. plant-based eating is, but it's so much more. So it's beans, you know, which are legumes, it's rice, it's pasta, it's vegetables, it's it's uh, plant-based meat substitutes, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, milk that's made out of cashews or almonds, and so the the list is endless. And during my last nine years, the food just becomes so flavorful, and you get rid of that starch and sugars and and uh, oils that you don't eat, and all of a sudden everything has so much more flavor. Now, where do you see your store in five years from now? Uh, well, Peter Ruby just got acquired by PlantX and PlantX already has plans of going worldwide. So I think, again, God has bailed us out because we were in financial trouble uh, after 2021. Um, and we were going to close the store, sell the store, give the store away, do something. Uh, again, God performed a miracle and uh, he matched us up with a company that does exactly what we do. And um, so I, I see us uh, as a major influence in the in the world um, that we can be a source of plant based products, not just little Peter Ruby and Plainfield, but everything that we're trying to accomplish now. What are your favorite things to make? Oh, my newest one is uh, king oyster mushrooms and they're long and white and I cut them in half inch squares. Mm -hmm. So they look like scallops. Uh, 
And then I put a seafood seasoning on it, you know, spices. And then it tastes just like scallops. And it's so good. We had that last night. Um, that's one of my favorites. Um, and then another one that we just did is a, a plant-based taco meat um, that's actually made out of pea protein. And it tastes just like taco meat and hamburgers. It's, it's really good. Have you seen business pick up lately since COVID has kind of moved or not disappeared, but we've gone into the new year? Uh, I think people are realizing that it's okay to come outside. And I'm glad. I'm so glad. You know, I'm and uh, and they're starting to move around. Uh, they're starting to make secondary purchases instead of buying everything at one store. Um, they, I, I'll tell you the best thing that happened about COVID was people got back home and they mm -hmm. got to their families and it, it, it really got a chance for them to know their families again, spend time with their families, cook again, um, you know, do all those things. So whether they were cooking plant-based or not, it was really good that people got a chance to spend time with each other. How has life been since COVID for you personally? Uh, I, I've been in the grocery business, so I've never been out of it. I've, I've been, you know, during the first 2020, we were working seven days a week, nonstop. And then we've been open as a normal store. Uh, you know, we've had all the mass mandates and the sanitation requirements and, and certification. If someone got COVID, they had to go home for the two weeks. And so we endured all of that, but for us, it's been, you know, business. We've been going to business. Mm -hmm. So we haven't been locked in the house like the, the rest of the world. Who would you say your biggest competitors are in the market right now? Um, obviously the stores locally. So uh, Aldi, of course, Jewel, uh, some local people like Tony's and Pete's Produce are good operators. Um, so those are, those are some of the big ones. And, but that, now that we're entering into the online business uh, with PlantX, that's a whole nother world. Um, so yeah, Amazon's trying their new Amazon Go store. But what all these chain stores are not doing is they're not taking advantage of the surpluses of inventory, especially fresh produce, mm -hmm. and providing that to the customers um, immediately. So if I get a deal on Monday, it's in the store by Tuesday, and I'm on Facebook Live or sending text messages, come on in and get the strawberries or get the blueberries. And to me, that's wonderful because that gets them eating fresh fruits and vegetables. Yeah, yeah that's a very big thing. You don't... With the big chain stores, you don't get your advertisements until middle of the week. So that produce could be sitting there that they got starting Monday and it's already three, four days old where you you're right out front. You're saying, hey, listen, we just got this. Ready. Come on in. They're getting it fresh. Right. <laughs> Not even a day old. Right. So I love I love the um, the Costco mentality. I mean, they're you know, they opened up one right down the street from Plainfield, um, but they bring stuff in and it's a deal and it's a good value. And when it's gone, it's gone. And I, and I love that. So Plainfield, Peter Ruby is like a little Costco, you know, just with fresh produce and some groceries. And and when it comes in, when it's gone, it's gone. We'll, we'll let you know when we got the next one, but we still have all the staples. You know, you have your cauliflower and your broccoli mm -hmm. and your apples. And so it's, it's okay. And we're priced competitively. Do you have regulars? I mean, do you have like regular customers that come in like on the regular basis looking for certain products that they know you'll always have? 
uh, we have what they call the Peter Ruby, uh, the cult almost following where (laughs) (laughs) one of the biggest things that uh, grocery stores have the hardest time with is online interaction and people responding to their ads. Well, at Peter Ruby, we don't have that problem. We have, we have the people that will, will bash us. And then we have the people that will defend us. So we're always like, we're sorry. We'll replace the item if it was a bad or, you know, sorry, you misunderstood us. Um, But then we have customers that are like, leave Peter Ruby alone. We love them. You know, so it's, we're, we're very blessed to have such Mm -hmm. a following. What surprises me is why would people want to bash you? I mean, you're just the grocery store just trying to make a living. I mean, what is wrong with people these days that they want to bash somebody's likely livelihood? Um, I think Marie and I learned our lesson that we we wear our emotions on our sleeve. And a lot of times um, I use Facebook to reach out to the community to help us during these hard times. Mm-hmm. Um and they, uh, they, I, I think a lot of people think if you own a small business, you're a millionaire. No. But in, rea- but in reality, it was the opposite. Ray and I didn't get paid for almost a year. Uh, we were in debt way up here, over a million dollars. And uh, we, were, we were blessed to, uh, to have the opportunity to, to join a company that has a bigger vision. And uh, we're behind it 100%. Yeah, I know that feeling. I mean... When you're in debt or when people think you just because you own something, they think you're rich. It's not the truth. You're a small store. It's not like you're the guy who's the Dominic's name or the jewel name or you're a multimillionaire. No, you own two stores. That doesn't right. make you a millionaire in anyone's eyes. Yeah, I actually I actually own one store and the real estate guy funded all the money for the second store. And what we did is we ran out of money to to be able to even put the inventory in there. So yeah, it was, it's a typical, you know, you buy too big a house, you can't afford to pay for the house. So like, that was kind of the story. Now, do you feel with Jewel and Whole Foods and all the, do you feel any pressure, like someone turning like a drain, someone turning the spigot slow so you're, your people aren't coming because people can get better deals or do you try to compete with that with lower prices? So I, we're never going to be able to compete with the toilet paper and the bleach and the things that they get on large volume. Never. So what we do is we sell the items that they don't really care about. So (laughs) I sell the kombucha that's really good for you. I sell the pasta that has durum wheat and comes all the way from Italy. I'm not out to have 99 cent pasta that's loaded with white wheat and enriched and it's not good for you. It's loaded with you know glyphosate and stuff like that. I want to sell the good stuff. I, I want you to come to Peter Ruby. I want you to pick up something off the shelf and say, oh my gosh, this is great. I, I can I can eat this. This is healthy for me. And the same thing with Plant X. That's what we're all about. We're all about we're all about getting you on the journey. You don't you don't have to be a hundred percent plant-based eater. But if I can get you to switch one little thing at a time, you'll start to feel the difference. And all of a sudden, like, wow, I do feel better. I, I you know, I, I've been doing this for 30 days now. I feel better. Or I I eat uh, I eat a big salad with a small piece of the meat or I get rid of cream and I add an oat milk in there. So, yeah, you'll feel better. I know you will. Yeah, I mean, I started, I mean, um, my health 
I started having problems with my GI and stuff. And I talked with my GI doctor and she's like, well, I could give you the whole, um, bite, um, bleh. I can give you the whole test to see if you're, um, dairy, if you're dairy inclusive. And I'm like, she's like, but that's a fortune. She's like, my doctor, my um, colleague told me there's one other way you can do it. You can drink a gallon of milk and see how it makes you feel the next day. Or you can just start weeding out things from your diet and see what happens. And I started doing that. And the minute I eliminated 90% of the dairy in my diet, I felt better. Yep. Yeah, we're not we're not meant to drink someone else's pus, cow pus, because that's really what it is. So, you know, we're, we're uh, uh, the, the milk from a cow is meant for a cow. And so it's not meant for humans. And they say, oh, well, it's fortified with vitamin D. Well, if you got to fortify it, then it doesn't have the vitamin D in there. So why not just eat kale or the dark green vegetables? They're loaded with vitamin D or go out in the sun, you know. Um, so the, the key is that um, it's addicting. The the mm-hmm. dairy and the caseins are actually addicting. Same way with sugar. It's addicting. So what you have to do is you have to give a substitute. So there's incredible plant-based cheeses that are out there now. Good Planet Cheese is another company. Um, for, there's a couple other different labels and they're, they're wonderful. And um, they're actually using a seaweed um, emulsifier to make it give that elasticity to it. So you're getting plenty of iron and all of these other supplements that are in the plants. So yeah, you, you, yeah, dairy's a, dairy's a big issue. Yes, it is a very big issue. I mean, I started with I started with just um, Fair Life milk. The they are a are Fair Light. They're um, they're um, lactose tolerant, and I still had issues. And then my GI says you should try something like oat milk. Right. And what a difference! I have no problems with it, and it's and it tastes just as good. Yes. Yeah, it's like the people that have always been raised up on whole milk and then they go to skim milk. They say, oh, it tastes like water. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, try something else. So, yeah, it it just takes time. You get the substitutions and it takes a while for your body to get uh, purified and clean. Anyways, let's just end this with how can people find out more about Peter Ruby's? So uh, the Peter Ruby website right now is down um, because we're making the transition. So the the best way to find out about Peter Ruby is coming to the store. And uh, we are going to relaunch the website again. Uh, It's going to have links for shopping and online and delivery and all of that. Um, But you can go to PlantX, uh, just P-L-A-N-T-X.com. And um, that is the new website that... uh, is going worldwide for all of our online grocery deliveries. Peter Ruby, the original store is going to stay Peter Ruby. And um, because they want to keep that, uh, that actual history of the Peter Ruby store and how it started. And so we're real excited about that. And um, of course, you can always reach out to me. My email is john at peterruby.com. And uh, Maria and I are here to help people. And uh, we want to be on the journey. And we're so excited to be part of something larger than ourselves. God bless you for helping everyone, John. I mean, people need to eat healthier these days. I mean, people just are just so afraid to try health foods because of everything going on in their lives and all that. 
we need more and more people like you and more in stores like you out there. Thank you, Reed. And thank you for having me on your podcast. It's really an honor. It's an honor to have you. Thank and you. That's it with John Graves, everybody. the way things used to be I'm no big fan of now I must have some sweeter memories somewhere in the cloud Welcome to the new normal Welcome to the new normal Welcome to the new normal Shout Welcome to the new normal Gonna miss all you used to be Gonna miss all you had Consigned to the dustbins of history Like opinions from your dead Talk to the freaks. You can talk to just about anybody you happen to meet. It ain't what it was, and it is what it is.